0: Hello, this is Serpent Slut Sophie, and I am reviewing a sex toy called Satisfier that is spelled with a Y, -Y S-A-T-I-S-F-Y-E-R, I can't spell. Anyways, they have a whole line of toys, and it's a vibrator, but it has a suction cup at the end. I like to think of it, It sort of looks like a gun, and I call it a water gun for reasons I'll get into it. Um, This design has become popular, and other brands do it too, but Satisfier has a special spot in my heart because it made me realize that I was a squirter. Um, Anything that can make you squirt for the first time is special.
1: life-changingly special. I'm currently looking this up because I couldn't envision,
0: like, water gun squirt. Uh ah It's really cute looking. So there's, like, a little suction cup that goes directly on your clit, and now that it's, like, become more popular and famous, they have all these different versions. They have one that looks like a penguin, which is kind of cute. They have a travel one. They have one that vibrates if you want more than just clit suction, but what my experience was with the Satisfier Pro 2. I'm a sex writer, so I get lots of sex toys sent to me, keep them coming. But I used this like a while ago after a horrendous, horrendous breakup though. Um, and I had just done a lot of magic. I did a house blessing candle. I did a love clearing candle and I literally cleaned my whole apartment, you know, and cleaning can be a really magical act just to like refresh your space or set an attention to your space. And then as a present to myself, I was in the bathroom masturbating with this. And like I was in water, but I had my hand near my pussy. And then when I came, it was just like a gush. And I was like, holy shit, did I just squirt? And I did. And ever since then I have been able to squirt not only with this toy, but sometimes when my boyfriend goes down on me, he can make me squirt too. But yeah, squirting is like really confusing. And I always thought it was related to the G spot. I have to say the reason it's confusing is because I do not think we research it enough because um the scientists of the world do not, exact, do not exactly prioritize female sexuality or orgasms when it comes to research money. But yeah, I don't know about you guys and your squirting. It seems like a lot of people need internal pressure. But for me, like this clitoral suction cup is what does it. Yeah,
1: for me, for squirting, it's more about very fast, very deep
2: penetration
1: that almost makes me want to pee my pants. That's hot. For
2: me, it's all about gravity. If I'm standing up, then, or if I'm in some kind of vertical position,
0: then then squirting happens. You know, what's funny to me is that penetration stops it. I'm going to shout out um, a great sex educator in Brooklyn. She goes by Lola Jean, the squirting queen, and she does squirting demos. And once I heard her talk and she said that she had heard people who were squirting who penetration almost, like, blocked it. And at that time, I was like, I don't really get it, but um, way too much TMI. I'm sorry to my dear partner, but once I was having sex and we were using sex toys and we were using the Satisfier and had a dildo out, and I was, like, squirting, and then he, like, shoved the dildo at me, and it was, like, a stop. It, like, stopped the squirt, and then he, like, pulled it out, and, like, the squirting went back, and it was, like, so- <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just imagining the sounds. Well, it was just, like, really funny. Like, you should have seen both our faces. We were like, whoa. Like,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have the Satisfier Pro,
2: and I love it it is really really good it is a guaranteed good time each and every time i think the only downside is that it is it is the only vibrator that's ever made me feel numb after using it oh interesting but everyone is different yeah and it's, diff- yeah. And it's not it's definitely not numb enough to stop me from using it again. <laughs> I, I still, it's still my favorite toy but it's something that's interesting to me because people used to tell me about like, oh yeah, vibrators sometimes make me feel a little bit numb down there. And I was like, no, nah, I don't know if, I've, if that's ever happened to me. Like all the toys I had never really made that happen. The thing about like vibrators for me is it helps me come so quickly. Like yeah. I feel like I don't have time to get like numb from too many vibrations. But this was the first toy I used where I realized like, oh,
0: that, that's really something that happens. Uh, my one vibrator does that. But do you know when you're like so numbed out Like, and you're just like, your body is kind of like, yo, just let this one go. And you're like, no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make you come. (laughs) And then you turn the vibrator up like on high and
1: it sounds like there's a lawnmower in your house.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I can't promise that it will make you squirt. Um, But it's fun. It's, you know, I I appreciate it. It's hard to make a unique and original sex toy that doesn't suck, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, like I feel like sometimes people try to get like, oh, i make a little kooky with this and just like makes it doesn't really work. But the satisfier and that suction cup technology it is different than your typical just, you know, standard motor vibrator and it also works. So check them out.
2: So today I want to read you an excerpt from one of my favorite spell books. It's from The Witching Hour, Spells, Powders, Formulas, and Witchy Techniques that Work by Silver Ravenwolf. Silver Ravenwolf is like an elder in like the Wiccan community. This book uh, came out in 2017. It is a book from Llewellyn Publications. Llewellyn is a company we all know and love. So a few weeks ago, we had Sarah Potter come on to talk to us about color magic And it got me really thinking about color magic. And we all know the basics, right? Pink is romance. Like, red is, like, you know, sex and fire and, like, getting things done. Green is money. Uh, You know, black is banishing. We all know the basics. But I was looking through this book, and, like, I saw all these other colors and just some random things. So I thought I would read you some cool colors and what they symbolize magically. Excellent. Go for it. Yeah. So... Blue-black is good for healing wounded pride. Avocado-green is good for healing toxic relationships. Uh, Indigo-blue is good for revealing buried secrets. Dark-blue can create confusion, and it must be used with
0: white or you will confuse yourself.
1: Hmm, What's the difference between dark-blue and blue-black?
0: Blue-black is like, do you know those... Riverdale reference but like the OG Archie comic books you know how like they draw Veronica's hair and she has black hair but they like put a little blue in the comics okay Mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense
2: yeah so more black
0: so more black
2: than blue I see one thing that we always talk about here in the serpent cast is how there are like no good friendship spells
0: yeah and
2: um, pale pink is good for our friendship oh Like pussy color. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Pale gold is good for closure with honor. I love that. Yes. Pale brown and tan is good for material benefits in the home. Huh. Nice cozy color.
1: Maybe that's why the whole beige craze of the 90s
2: was so popular. Mm -hmm. Off-white is peace of mind. And this one, I think, Sophie will be interested in. Gray is glamour magic of all types. Ooh. interesting. So those are some, you know, colors I never really paid much mind to. Um, and looking through this book, I just thought it was really cool to see them. And I love this book. I think everyone should check it out. Silver Ravenwolf, um, The Witching Hour, Spells, Powders, Formulas, and Witchy Techniques that Work
0: from uh, from Llewellyn. I like that. You're right. Those. I like that they picked colors that aren't just like yellow blue red all those colors are in the book but there's there's more than just that there is more than just that yeah i can't stop i'm sorry you said off av- you said avocado what was avocado for avocado green
2: uh-huh
0: i can't ask because i can't stop thinking about how i want to like throw avocados <laughs> at the men who have wronged me <laughs> avocado green avocado is, is costs, like toxic 2.99 each don't waste that
1: money <laughs>
2: yeah Avocado green is healing of toxic relationships. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you don't want to heal them then. You're looking for
0: revenge. What's the revenge color, do we think?
1: Red? Probably.
0: Yeah.
2: Probably. Red. Because black's banishing. So light red is deep affection of a non-sexual nature, which I thought was interesting. Huh. What's orange? Orange. So orange is material gain to seal a spell, attraction of business, and monetary opportunity. But burnt orange is opportunity and harvest. Oh, fall.
1: Yeah. Fall colors. Exactly. It makes
0: sense. I have a, a love hate relationship with orange. I hate orange. I hate orange too. Oh good. Like I hate I do hate it. I, I I hate the color. But every time I see like people that have that. Like Ziggy Stardust esque like orange hair, I get kind of jealous because I could not pull that color off. I
2: love orange. Really? I don't necessarily love wearing it um, as my clothing, but I do like a nice pop of orange, like you know, like in, in decorations. I think it's a cute color for kitchens. It's kind of like you know, it looks kind of retro.
0: Like a cute orange leather handbag, all of a sudden came to my mind.
2: Yeah, no, orange, orange has orange can be cool sometimes. Hey everyone, welcome to the Serpent Cast. We have a very special guest this evening, Lisa Stardust. Hi Lisa. Hi, ladies. And Thanks them. for having me this evening. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: Well, I am a New York City-based astrologer, and I write daily horoscopes for my Instagram page, Lisa Stardust Astro. Also on Twitter, Lisa Stardust underscore. Nice. And Facebook, Lisa Stardust. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guess who my website is? LisaStardust.com.
2: So tonight we're going to be talking about Venus signs and how people, how you might be in bed depending on where your Venus is located in your chart. Lisa knows a lot about this kind of stuff, so it should be lots of fun.
0: Um, Where can someone, before we continue, find where their Venus sign
3: is? Um, If you look up your natal chart, Mm -hmm. you can go to a website like Astro.com, which is a really free website really sorry really good free website it's run by robert hand and you can find your venus and your natal chart there so let's start with the
2: the first sign of the zodiac aries it's sure. aries season right now so tell us a little
3: bit about venus and aries well does anyone here have venus and aries i do <laughs> so i'm gonna name some qualities and let me know how you feel about those qualities sure So Venus and Aries likes to basically do all the work in bed since we're talking about sex or they really like to, you know, be sensually rubbed, have their heads rubbed because Aries represents the head. And they also are very territorial with their lovers and like hot and fiery, passionate sex and romance. So, do you relate to that in any way? <laughs> so I think,
2: I think in general, a lot of Venus and Aries people do like to kind of take charge in bed. But, for me, I'm such a pillow queen that that's not true at all. But here's what is true. Sorry
3: if this is TMI. <laughs> oh, no.
2: it's not, We get so TMI on yeah, the show. Yeah, we get so TMI. Okay. Um, what is true is that if someone, like, hits on me too boldly, I'm very turned off. Like, the Aries in me is like... Oh, like, why You're are you like, like a coming challenge. Like I like challenge. a challenge. So even though I don't necessarily, I really don't want to do anything in bed. I want to be like, you know, like just, I just want to lay back and feel good. Um, when it comes to getting to bed, I do kind of prefer to be the one who's a little more. May I comment? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Not to just like speculate about animal sexuality and you can correct me, but I feel I've always really respected you for, you really understand what you like in bed and what you want And so I feel like maybe even if to like lie back and be a pillow princess is what you want, I feel like you're taking charge by being like, yeah, this is what I'm going to (laughs) do. I'm still very bossy about what I want.
2: Yeah. So even though I don't necessarily want to like do everything, I'm still really in charge of it. Um, And of course, Aries rules the head. Like if you stroke my hair. Lately, my boyfriend has been, like, playing with my bangs, like, when we're Ooh. just relaxing. Like, he'll just, like, brush them, and I'm, like, transported to another world. <laughs> like, I'm fine for, like, the next hour. I'm just so zoned out. So definitely with Venus and Aries, if you want to get them to relax, just, you know, play with their hair, rub their head. It makes them feel really good.
3: Also, um, I was doing some research for this show, and... As an astrologer for quite some time, you know, I tend to forget a lot of the little attributes. Apparently, Venus and Aries is known to use their sexuality to dominate the opposite sex.
2: <laughs> I use my sexuality to dominate everyone.
1: <laughs> I don't want to blow up your spot, but you're also kind of a mommy when, when, when the cards are played right. It's true. Very nurturing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So some people who have Venus and Aries are... Shakira, the hips don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah Carey and Marilyn Monroe. oh,
2: there's definitely line, something though. kind of like babyish and innocent and like, ooh, about Venus and Aries as much as Aries is the warrior. It's also the infant of the zodiac. And like Mariah Carey, with like, all her teddy bears and butterflies, Aww. like, you know, like, you know, Marilyn Monroe and her like like little curly voice. it's there's like this innocent thing that goes That's on with
0: true. Venus
2: and Aries. They like, like, knee-high socks, like, pigtails, braids. Like, there's a little bit of a, a, a girlish thing going on.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Um, so, Venus and Taurus is the next sign of the Zodiac, and Venus actually really likes to be in Taurus, because she's in her dignity in Taurus. She rules the, plan- she rules the sign Taurus, and Venus and Taurus, I know a lot of people that have Venus and Taurus. A lot of guys that I've dated have had Venus and Taurus, and they seem to be aroused by all of the senses, the five mm-hmm. senses. They love, you know, great smells, like great luxuries, like feeling really nice fabrics, you know, smooth talkers, hearing really lyrical words. They're
2: really into ASMR. I
3: was going to say that, yeah. Yeah,
2: they're really into ASMR. Um People with Venus and Taurus also really take their time in bed.
3: Hmm. They're very, bossy uh, bottoms. Oh, yes, totally bossy <laughs> bottoms. Or have you guys ever dated someone with Venus and Taurus?
1: I literally just checked my like, boyfriend's chart on my app because I was like, that sounds exactly like him, but it wasn't. Hmm. So
2: The thing about Venus is that it can't be further than two signs away from your sign. So if you're a Capricorn, that means your Venus has got to be in either Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, or Pisces. So it's going to always be, like, within the next, like, two zodiac signs of you. So one thing about Venus and Taurus is they usually like really nice lingerie, luxury sex toys, often have fetishes for things, whether it's, like, you know, socks or shoes or anything.
3: (laughs) I know someone who has Venus and Taurus. And, um, you know, I think that the person I'm talking about um, has, like, very – You know, simplistic, simplistic needs, but definitely, you know, like things a certain way and really like to have their senses aroused all the time. Yeah. Like touch and smell is really important. Totally. I used to work at a tea store and I used to smell of like heavenly perfume teas every night and they were always like, you smell so good. I have to be with you all the time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, I'm on my phone looking at the tr- Venus sign of like every lover I've ever entered in <laughs> here, just for reference. But I'm not. I'm not texting and ignoring you. I'm listening aptly.
3: Yeah, but also Venus and Taurus um, natives knew. are really charming. Yeah, they are. They're like really good smooth talkers. They tell you exactly what you want to hear, and they know how to get your panties off really fast. <laughs> um, how about Venus and Gemini? Sure. So, oh. Let's talk about famous Venus and Tauruses. Yeah. So some famous Venus and Tauruses are Princess Di, Mm. Chaka Khan, Mm. (laughs) I feel for (laughs) you, very Taurus song, and Jessica Ling. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. So Venus in Gemini Really, really, I'm a Gemini son and I have Mercury in Gemini, so <laughs> Venus in Gemini really likes to dirty talk. They like to sext. They like to have phone sex. They like to scream in bed. Not that I'm saying I do that because my Venus is in Cancer, but they definitely like to, you know. Communicate. Communicate, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, Venus in Gemini is also really, like, playful, really useful, very flirty, very social, wants to connect with people. Um you know it's said that that Venus placements can be like fickle and don't really want to settle down and it's true that they really need versatility and that they like they like things to be fun But I found that Geminis can also be very loyal once they find, like, their clique and the people that they really belong with. Yeah. We
3: actually had this conversation the other day about Geminis, and the one thing that I've noticed a lot about Geminis Mm -hmm. is that they are probably, in my opinion, the most relationship-oriented sign because Mm -hmm. they're always looking for, like, their twin star to play with because it's the only, you know, constellation that has a partner in the Zodiac. Yeah. So looking for, like, their better half all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. So I've often found that people who do have Venus and Gemini are very, you know, relationship oriented. Yeah, they just like someone who's at their level. How about Venus and Cancer? Sure. Well, my Venus is in Cancer. (laughs) Tell us all about (laughs) it. Tell us everything. Um, I am very emotional. (laughs) I I mean, do Venus and Cancer cry in bed? um, I can't say I've ever cried in bed. (laughs) I've cried after bed. (laughs) (laughs) Cancers love to feel safe. They only really will connect with people and talk to people and have sex with people if they're feeling it. You know, it's a sign that's based on nurturing and safety. So in my experience, I've never really been with someone who I wasn't really like 90, 80 percent into. (laughs) They They are one
2: of the freakiest signs, though.
3: Yeah, I mean... Cancers can get a little bit freaky, but I have a really, like, weird chart, so I can get a little bit, you know, testy depending on the day. But also, I think that they're so emotional and they're so – they're ruled by the moon, so they change their vibe, like, every day what they want. Yeah. You know, one day you want to be, like, you know, like, the schoolgirl. The next day you want to be the princess. Then the third day you want to be, like, the boss.
2: One thing I've noticed about um, Venus and Cancer, and Cancer in general, is that they can be really modest. You know, like for example, my Venus in Aries is is always wearing mini mini skirts and like you know high heels and like lots of skin. Um, but a lot of people I know with like Venus and Cancer have. I don't want to say like modest in a uptight or prudish way, but like they like mm-hmm. wearing like longer flowing skirts and like it's a little less showy than like Venus in Aries is. It's a little is. like
3: more of like a hippie Venus. Yeah. And like, like the way they dress. Not yeah. so
2: showy, but still really freaky and bad.
3: Secretly yeah. freaky. Yeah, secretly <laughs> freaky. Well, that's about like showing people. I mean, a lot of my friends are cancer. So a lot of the cancers I know, they really hide a lot of what, who they really are from the world. I mean, they're they wearing a state. shell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, some famous cancers are Chloe Kardashian and Angelina Jolie. Mm. Oh, I love Angelina. Yeah. So I guess. Yeah, Chloe... Jolie is a Gemini, but her Venus is in Cancer. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, so let's move on to Venus and Leo. So all the world's a stage, and probably Leo's. Venus and Leo likes to probably be filmed during sex, like mm. to show off, right? Like to be theatrical. Like to be treated like they're royalty in bed. Anyone ever been with a Venus and Leo? I do I've been know. with everyone. I don't I don't know.
0: My I only have bought have charts for like the people I've been in serious relationships with and none of them have it, but I wouldn't be surprised.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Venus and Leo loves
3: they're exhibitionists. Mm. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Totally being I could totally see someone with Venus and Leo wanting to be filmed and like show their friends, invite them over. Yeah. <laughs> be like, hey, look what we did last night.
2: Fun. Yeah, break out a mirror for, for Venus and Leo. They yeah. want to watch. Same with same with Libra, but we'll get to that later.
3: <laughs> sure. Um, so Venus and Virgo. Anyone ever been with know anyone that has Venus and Virgo? I just looked it up. There's someone in
1: my little astrology app who was it oh it's actually i've never been with him he's my friend marcus (laughs) oh hi marcus (laughs) but he does in virgo
2: yeah i've noticed a lot of the venus and virgo subs really like to serve Mm -hmm. and a lot of the venus and virgo doms really like to be served yeah. Virgo is a sign of service. So
3: Venus and Virgo is usually a pretty hot sign to hook up with because they really do want to please you. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, Venus and Virgo, they need it like every day, the same time every day. Like they need it habitually. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so, yeah. So moving on to Libra. Yeah. Me. Yay okay oh
1: god (laughs) so
3: (laughs) tell us (laughs) they say that people they say that have people who have venus and libra they often like to engage in spanking their partners oh yeah yeah (laughs) i
2: mean libra is the sign of the butt
3: (laughs) yeah it was yeah
2: it's the duty sign. <laughs> I spank my partner all the time.
3: <laughs> and, you know, they also like to make sure that their partner gets off before they do or that their partner's satisfied. They can't live any other way than having an unsatisfied partner putting themselves second.
0: Yeah. That seems like that would drive you crazy. Like,
1: no, I, I actually prefer, for me,
0: it's like, let's get you taken care of so it can be
1: all about me. Yes. <laughs> sports, yes. Right? Yeah.
0: I totally feel that way i feel like sometimes you know the idea of foreplay and like make her come first that's that's
2: it's a good thought it's a
0: good thought and a lot of people
2: like it but but to me like your dick inside of me is the foreplay and everything
0: else is the main course because sometimes when you're having sex with like you know a person with a penis you're just like okay just like shove it in me yes this is hot like let's connect and then after you come, after like that boner is out of the way, yeah. like break out the sex toy, use your hands. Yeah, old men will will go down on you. After you, do not be afraid to ask for that after someone has penetrated has fuck, you. penetrated you. Um, and it's then, just so much better. Yeah, and you can just be as selfish as you want. Yeah, it's just so much better. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt, but no
3: worries.
2: <laughs> so um, Venus and Scorpio.
3: Oh, Beyonce has Venus and Libra. Ha ha. Ah. Good. I know so. someone who
0: sold Beyonce a, a gold vibrator. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways.
3: Maybe she's using uh, <laughs> it after she spanks jay <laughs> <laughs> So Venus and Scorpio. Oh. So Venus is not in her favorite sign on Scorpio because it's the opposite of her dig- dignity, Taurus. And Venus and Scorpio is a jealous fucking bitch who likes to be tied up and tie people up and played severe fucked up mind games with people. This is so <laughs> just true. a little hate. Oh <laughs> Given a little Venus and Scorpio hate. I've never dated anyone with Venus and Scorpio. I just wanna say that, but
2: Venus's job is to be charming and to be nice and for everyone to get along and to just like be chill and like not dig through each other's stuff and not plot revenge. And that's kind of what Scorpio
3: is all about. Yeah. Um, I have had a lover who had Venus and Scorpio. It was an interesting experience. So Venus and Sagittarius is up next. That's me. That's a Vander too. Oh my god. <gasps> I like you like. I like guys. <laughs> I like you. So they people so a lot of the times I'm staring directly at certain. No, tell me. Let's let's do this. Venus and Sagittarius likes to be likes to get a good rub down with oils like on their thighs, like on their back. Especially like the inner thighs, it's like mm-hmm. their most sensitive. Adron, adron. <laughs> adron-
0: <laughs>
2: if someone else messes up saying a word, I can't say it any other way than the way that they just said
3: it.
0: <laughs> They're most erogenous, sens- er- erogenous. Their most,
3: it's their most sens- sensual, erogenous point is their inner thighs. Do you feel that way when you get rubbed down by your boyfriend?
0: Um. I mean, I love massages. I, I love having my partner give me massages. I don't know if this is inner thigh, but I have a... There's, like, nothing... I don't know if nothing Nothing might be extreme, but, like, someone taking off my underwear is, like, the hottest thing in the world to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a, like, fetish. Like, I want... Like, someone just, like... Like, thought of, like, someone, like, peeling off my underwear. Like, it's, like, I'm gonna take this
3: off so I can do Like, that's the hottest thing to me. So maybe
0: maybe inner thighs, underwear,
3: I don't know. It's a thigh area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They also say that people, they also say Venus and Sagittarius, they like to show off, you know, their sexual escapades. And it's interesting because you're a sex writer. Yep. yep. I, that is, yep, yep. Called I out. kind of like to brag about their sexual escapades. My sister has Venus and Sagittarius and she has a similar chart to you. And huh. I remember when I was in high school, she told me all about, you know, I was, like, such a loser in high school. She told me all about sex, and I was like, that's how it works? <laughs> she was bragging about it with her Venus and Sagittarius.
1: Yeah, my partner, I, when we first started dating, I feel like I met, like, every person he'd fucked within the last, like, six <laughs> years. Like... And, it, like, it was, like, he wouldn't, like, tell me, and then he'd be like, oh, yeah, we, like, hooked up a little bit ago. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it was, like, a parade. <laughs> oh, my
2: God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Venus and Sagittarius, they want... they. Sagittarius is a sign that's like a jack of all trades, right? They want to try a little bit of everything. So that that extends to people. They they want to hook up with as many people as possible. Uh, Honesty is also really important to them, though. So even though they want to hook up with everyone, they're not going to lie about it. They'll tell you the truth. They're also really blunt about what they do in bed and what they are into
3: and like what their history was. They're they're not really someone who's going to lie to you about their past. So Venus and Capricorn is next up. And for those of you who have ever dated someone who has their venus in capricorn they tend to you probably notice that they tend to be a little bit kinky into some deep fetishes and take things to the extreme edge it's the devil card in the tarot deck so yeah. capricorn works hard but they also like to, to party, party hard, hard. Yeah. yes exactly <laughs> they love it like being tied up or tying people up Yes.
2: I mean bondage is a thing that's highly associated with the with the devil card and mm-hmm. Saturn. Saturn is a planet that rules Capricorn, which has a lot to do with like confinement and you know,
3: chains. Also I've noticed that a lot of the Earth sign, the Venus and Earth signs really like to feel themselves in their body when they have sex. Yeah, they're very mm-hmm. sensual. Yeah. So, huh. you know, the the Taurus and the Virgos and the Capricorns, they're always like to do things and, you know, activities. And when they have sex, they always like to feel alive to remind them that they're present at all times. Yeah. So how about Venus in Aquarius? Sure. Venus in Aquarius. My mom has Venus, <laughs> <for> Venus. <laughs> And I will say that, you know, side note, personal TMI about my mother, Alice. She does really like to talk about like sex. She's really, like, into, like, watching, you know, like, basic instinct, and she got really into um, Fifty Shades of Grey. So Venus and Aquarius is a voyeur of the Zodiac. They like to watch, maybe go to sex parties, maybe have people watch them. Whatever it is, they definitely like to experiment and have fun and have a lot of playfulness and lots of variety.
2: All the Venus and Aquarius people I know have a thing that they're into, and that's their thing.
0: Hmm.
2: Don't mess with it. The Aquarius is one of the most experimental signs in the Zodiac, except for in bed. Once they find what they like, they're like, this is it. Don't bully them into like, you know, like, oh, maybe don't use your anal beads tonight. No, <laughs> let them use them. That's their thing.
3: Well, I like to test some things out on my family. so <laughs> I asked my mother one time when she was watching Basic Instinct on HBO, I came home and she was really into it. and then she was watching Slither after. and I said to her, "Your Venus is an Aquarius like because Slither is all about Sharon Stone movie, it's all about voyeur- voyeurism. And I asked her if she would like be into that just out of curiosity because we have a very open relationship. And she said, no but I understand how people could like it <laughs> <Her response laughs> right away. She's like, but I get it. <laughs> like, she's like, I would go to a sex party. I wouldn't have sex, but just to see what it is, you know? Yeah. I'm like, from like a very like Aquarian standpoint. Yeah. They're know? just, they're doing research. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Just to have the experience. So now we go to Venus and Pisces, which is where Judy Barrymore has her Venus. And, I know a lot of people with Venus and Pisces, actually. And Venus and Pisces, they definitely like to role-play, and they definitely like to engage in fantasies. That's true.
0: I'm going to go to a more general question, if that's okay. Sure. But I I dated someone with a Venus in Pisces for three years, and he is a Pisces as well. And likewise, um, my current partner, who has a Venus in Cancer, is also... A cancer. Does it make... Does How does it affect someone if their Venus is the same as their sun sign as opposed to having it elsewhere?
3: So if their Venus is conjunct their sun, then basically it makes them more of a Venusian person. It makes them more inclined to, like, the finer things in life, have a more delicate sensibility about them, and have a refinement. Hmm. So, I mean, it really would depend on you know, the type of person that it would basically, like, drawn to question your chart. Like, are you just drawn to Venusian people? Mm, Do you just like that quality about them? So
0: it says more about me than it does about them. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, astrology, in my opinion, is all about projection, so. Oh, totally. Yeah. you will, what happens to you from your chart? Beautifully said.